Welcome to the Winter Circle. It's your girl, Tiffany. Before we get started with my special guest, I want to remind you all to like, subscribe, and comment. But before we get into anything else, let me introduce, we have Jasmine from BB24. Hi, Jasmine. Hey. Jasmine, let me just tell you, Jasmine, honey, coming out of that house and sitting in jury just really, really worked wonders. Not that Ooh. you needed it. I did. But, Honestly, I did. I'm going to agree with you. You you was you was pretty in the house. I I was like, I can't even see the prettiness. But when I saw you in jury, I said, no, she's no, she's looking really good. You were you was glowing. Thank you. Thank you. The game on suck some life out of you sometimes. So the jury really Please helped me get me. back to me. So before y'all get into how I'm smiling and welcoming Jasmine and, oh, I just couldn't stand her before uh, when she was in the house, she knows. And before y'all get into how comfortable we are, we are, we do chat, but I'll give you guys just a, a little preview. I met Jasmine at Finale. And Jasmine says to me, she says, hey, Tiffany, I was your I was such a fan of yours. I really liked you on your season. And I was so happy to see you at the veto competition. And I told my husband, I said, Tiffany came and hosted the veto comp. And he said, well, Tiffany, not really a fan of yours. And I looked at Jasmine, I said, and I wasn't. And she said, well, at least you're honest. I said, and what I say, Jasmine, because <laughs> wait, I, I said, I, this was when we was in Todrick's room. Yeah, mm -mm, and you were like, I said because Jasmine. every time I saw you, you had mm -hmm. your back turned. I didn't even get to know you. I only got to know your back, girl. So mm -hmm. me and your back was. I was like, I ain't gonna be friends with the back. <laughs> but we yeah. did. We had a lot of conversations, and I was. I mm -hmm. told you, I was like, I wasn't feeling you in the beginning. I mm -hmm. did start to like warm up, soften up to you during Big Brochella because I saw a different side. And mm -hmm. then watching your injury, not because you were like, oh, now I um I I like I have nice things to say about Taylor. It was just like seeing a different game perspective of you and hearing your thoughts. And then you came out, we sat, we talked, we chatted. We Leos, I get it. You're not fake. I respect yeah. it. You was like, I wasn't going to be fake. And I so respect that. I'm not fake either. Like, if I don't like you, I don't. But I can say that my reasoning for not caring so much or taking to you was just the treatment I was seeing and it was compiled on. And I was like, she don't got to act like that. But I totally get when y'all fuck with somebody, you just don't. So I, I I get it. But I like that you all were able to come together. And now we're here. So yes. thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what's been going on? How how have you been since <sighs> leaving the house? Um, I think things have been definitely eye-opening since leaving the house. Um, we learned a lot. You know, yeah. after finale, we learned a lot. Um, I haven't watched any of the episodes other than like the first live premiere. Um, and we watched that as like a whole cast. So okay. that was new for me. But just getting back in the real world and obviously seeing what people thought of me and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, I'm a Leo and I'm built tough. I'm like a Chevy honey. So, you know, I can take it. But I can also take it and own up to, you know, things that I did and, and didn't do in the game. Um, but, you know, just being able to get back with family, hear their perspectives, hear other people's perspectives of the game and just really try to figure out 
like what happened, but also trying to get to know my castmates without the game. You know, I feel yeah. like even in jury, like we're in jury, but like at the same time, we're still kind of in the game. So you're really not completely out until you're out of jury in this finale night, you know? So I'm just trying to get back in the hang of things, honey. So take me back. Yeah. You have you always been a fan of Big Brother? Yes. And, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to go. You were mm-hmm. like, I can go and do this. I'm about to go in this house. I'm going to win this money. <laughs> you walk in the house. A um, couple of things happen. You walk in the house. You meet some girls. Y'all decide. Y'all decide we're going to be cool. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be cool with some other girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go out here and mm-hmm. sprain my ankle, and then <laughs> I got to play a whole different game. <laughs> No, 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 no. Like, honestly, walking into, like, premiere, everybody was good, happy, whatever. And I think that I won't speak on other people because I can't speak for other people. I can only speak for myself. And I will say that walking out there, meeting everybody, I'm a first first impression person. And so I get it. Everybody's here to play a game, but they're also here to play their own individual games, right? So what you expect from somebody, like, they may not be that way. And so I think that I'm going to just address the Taylor thing. I think that, you know, the night she walked out, we were all like, yeah, and she wasn't that way with, with us. And so at first I was like, okay, whatever. She's probably nervous. Like we're on live TV for the first time. I didn't think nothing of it. So then I go in the house and like, we start talking and stuff, but like, she was just never around. And so I think that the things that I said and did in the game was coming from a place of hurt and trauma more so than anything else. And I'm not making an excuse for myself. I'm just saying in that moment, that's the way I felt. So I was just like, okay, this is just, is not going to be a person that I'm going to be able to align with and work with in this game. Um, and it just kind of went from there. So it wasn't like, she did anything specifically, but like, I just didn't think she liked me. And so I was like, well, dang, like, I guess I got to go to the people that actually like me and the girls that are actually talking to me. And again, we were just having regular girl chats in the beginning. It was no game associated with anything until like, obviously girls, girls was made, but that girls, girls Alliance was made after us just chatting up about regular life stuff. Like then, you know, Paloma and Brittany were like, let's do this. Like we need to stick together. We need to do this. And then, I was under the perception that maybe Taylor just only wanted to work with guys. So I was like, what's the point of bringing her in if we really don't know where she stands? Nobody has a relationship with her. She's always with the guys. Like, what sense would that make? Because we don't know if she will go feed information back to the guys. So that was my perspective in not Mm. bringing her in. But in regards to, like, turning my back on her, I will be honest. I have not watched the season. I did not intentionally turn my back on her. I don't remember doing those things. And – I also saw some footage that some fans sent me where I never did. Like we would have conversations on my bed. So I was like, I think I need to see more of the season in order to see how that even played out. But I was like, was I sleeping at night? I don't like to sleep with somebody looking at me. I'm like that even with my husband, like I'll turn the opposite way. So I'm like, I don't know if it was me just in the moment doing it. No, girl. I can't remember. I just genuinely can't remember. I don't want to. No, girl. And I didn't. No. Perfect. (laughs) Why? No, girl. I don't she, remember. She did, she did not exist to you. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm going. And so the only reason why I feel like um, I've got a good perspective of it is because I'm kind of similar. Yeah. And if I don't deal with you, I will complete you completely don't exist to me. I can completely ignore you. And it's not even an effort that I'm trying to ignore you. You just don't exist to me. So my conversations are just directed here and you are not included because you don't exist to me. And it was kind of like that. Mm. But 
you know, it 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 um it lasted for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I didn't really talk to her a lot. So especially yeah. not in the beginning weeks. I didn't talk to her a lot. Now, later on in the game, we would have conversations here and there, but it was never like we would just sit down and chat. Like again, at the end of the season, then I got to know her a little bit more. And then I was yeah. like, Oh my goodness. Like but I, that I happens. Go. That it, yeah. it's like that. And then people don't realize like coming into the coming into the game, this is something like I discussed with Aza. We were realizing just this year, which is a year after our season, that uh, when we first entered the house, we met people who reminded us of certain people. And so then we either made connections or didn't make connections based mm-hmm. on that. Like mm-hmm. Chada reminded me of my sister and like me and my sister were at that time um, going through something where mm-hmm. I we weren't as close as I wanted us to be. So even though now I look at Chada and I'm like, she does not look like my sister at all. But when I walked in the <laughs> yeah. house, that's who she reminded me of. And I like instantly, um, my relationship with her was that of my sister because of the outside connections you have. You come in this house and you're like totally isolated. And so these people remind you, um, and and it's your, it's your initial Mm -hmm. um, interaction with them. So in our minds, we're like, Oh, I know this person, like, Mm -hmm. I know how this goes. And you just make these assumptions. That's why it, it is like the game of stereotypes. So I get it. All right. So anyway, let's get into it. So, (laughs) so week one, um, you guys kind of formed your girls, girls Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of seemed like Brittany was a part of it sometimes. And, or, or was it Nicole? Which one of the two other well, girls was Brittany, not a part of it? Nicole? Obviously, she, Brittany sold out a mirror like maybe two days after she was okay. like, we got to stick together. And then she was the main one running back saying she didn't feel apart. I don't know. Um, but then also it wasn't a call running back like, oh, I got the girls. Like, I'm looking out for the girls. I may not tell you that. So we didn't, it wasn't like oh, every girl in this house has to be in this alliance. No, it was just like, these are the girls, girls that talk about, it it was more of a conversation piece because we were talking about like nails and hair and all this kind of stuff, right? And Taylor and Nicole just happened to not be in the room at the time. But at the same time, from my perspective is if I said, this is how I would be, even if I were with my friends in real life, if I say, hey, I don't want to do this. And somebody's like, no, I really think we should do this. I think this would be good for us. Nobody else spoke up either and was like, okay, we need to bring these other two girls in. Like, let's make this all Everybody thing. was aligned. Yeah, y'all all agreed that this yeah, is we how all we're going to move. I'm like, I didn't create the alliance. So if it was my Who alliance. Who created the alliance? I'm pretty sure it was Paloma that created the alliance. I'm going to just tell you as a disclaimer, I don't <laughs> usually allow her name oh, on sorry. my show. Is it too okay, it's too soon? Okay. Okay. Nope, it's okay. I okay. am going to be a big girl. I'm going to be mature about this because I think that she um had an impact on your game. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to allow it. Okay. I'm going to allow it. Okay. So, let's talk about the self-evicting. Now, mm-hmm. she started the girls girls alliance Mm -hmm. and you all seemed everyone seemed to rally around her Mm -hmm. and the holder like you know y'all coddled her Mm -hmm. it was all about if she said this that was what it was she Mm -hmm. seemed to have good relationships with everybody what was your relationship with her and how did your relationship with her impact this the start of your game uh, well, first of all, me and Paloma, we walked in together. So she was the okay. first, like, she was literally the one that said something to me first. Even when we were about to walk on stage, she was just like, like excited. And so 
I mean, we just kind of instantly connected. But I mean, again, we're all coming to this game. We're excited. We're about to play the game that we've always dreamed of playing. And it was kind of cool. And then she was very smart. She told us about her background. And I'm like, oh, okay, this girl is smart. She she may be like fun and giggly and all that, but I feel like she's going to be really smart in this game. So I wanted to work with her. Um, okay. But then when we got in the house, I started seeing that everybody loved her. And I was like, okay, this is either good for me or going to be bad for me. Because that means they'll never okay. want to get rid of her. But at the same time, this could really work out if I'm aligned with her. And so she was just always in the room with us girls chatting about things. And she kind of, you know, brought stuff to us. And I think that even though, like, I walked in the house, I was like, okay, me and Taylor are not going to be aligned. She was the one that came to the hammock that night and was crying and telling us all this stuff. And I'm like, we didn't have a relationship with Taylor. So we didn't know what was true and what wasn't true. But it's kind of like if you pull up with your girls and your girls are all having a good old time, but then one of your friends out of the circle comes up and is like, this person hurt me. Like, you're like, wait, what's up? Like, what's what's happening? And so, again, then I went, but we didn't just believe her. We went to Monty to ask him and he confirmed. So that's where it, it just like things just kind of took a left turn and Ah uh, man, I just I, I don't know. That she was, was just one of the things, girl, and we just believed everything she said. I think that was one of the things that we as viewers were wondering. Like mm. everybody's got got these uh, stories to tell about. I'm, I'm going to say Taylor, but just like if it's anybody, mm-hmm. but no one was taking them to the source. Like yep. just like you were saying, like yep. Paloma came and told you this about Taylor, but you went to Monty and not Taylor. So nobody ever went to her to like get her side of it. Okay. So then you're completely right. You're completely right. I just went to Monty first because he was the one that brought it to Paloma. So I'm like, well, so that was the, that was the week one when Monty goes, Mm -hmm. Taylor has lied to me Mm -hmm. about, um, about the girls trying to come after me. So Then Paloma's like, oh, she's lying on me and she's telling you guys. I mean, crying but- like, yes, like it was deep. Like, I know. No, I mean, I'm sure that they showed on the show again. I haven't watched that part, but it was like we were like, my, we got to comfort her. Like, what is going okay. on? So I think that that's why it was so deep with everybody, because it got it just got around the house like that. Like, I was like, there was no time. No time. So so then at some point during week one, correct me if I'm wrong, my timeline may be off. Yeah. So then some point at week one, we've got we've got Monty believing that Taylor's lied to him. And mm-hmm. then the girls, girls have formed. Everybody's rallying around Paloma. Then J- Taylor tries on, she does a fashion show. And then the next thing we know, was that week one? Was that still yeah, week think, one? Because Paloma was, was there. Yes. So the next thing we know, Paloma's telling you, or we we're hearing that, and Paloma even addressed this, and I didn't watch it because I won't watch anything she she does. But mm-hmm. I heard that she did um, something with Indy where she's like Jasmine said Taylor called her fat. Yeah, that is not how that went down. And so I'm going to this is Renfest. I'm going to tell you because I was there and I'm so glad because I saw that Indian Paloma did a live recently and Paloma was trying to use this as some reasoning of why she was mean to Taylor. But see, she had already started with Taylor before we even 
got to this point, but it was RenFest. And Taylor was nice enough to help me with my corset. It was like, you know, them old timey dresses or whatever. And so I had a white dress and I had a corset. And I'm like, why did they give me this dress with all these strings? How am I going to tie this up? So Taylor was in the room and she literally did my corset. She's like, oh, girl, I'm so glad I did not have this problem. But she wasn't meaning it in that way. She was meaning it as in her dress was different from mine and she did not have to put a corset on. Right. So I got in my feelings because I was like, "Okay, here is a girl that's like, help. I have to ask her for my help. She doesn't have to worry about this. And I've always been kind of defensive and I have trauma behind my way. Like even growing up, like people in my family, like, oh, my God, you're always going to be fat or, oh, you're bigger than your sisters or you're thicker than this. And so that was my own thing that I had. But never called me fat. Let's be very clear. The issue with the fat comment is. When, of course, you know this, Tiffany, before comps, they don't have cameras on. So you're you're getting ready and doing all this stuff, right? So I go to Paloma. I'm hurt. I'm like, dang, like, why would she say da 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 I'm in my feelings. And Paloma mm-hmm. goes, well, Jasmine, she always makes shady comments about your weight. And then that's when shit got real for me. Because I was like, well, damn. Like, what? Like, when does she say this? Thing? Like, when is and but yeah. you know, Paloma, she's all over the place, and we're getting ready for you know Rim Fest. We're getting it, and I, I even blew it off. I was like, okay, I got to bring myself together. I even go in the dr because I had to like cry it out for a bit because I was oh, okay. so hurt behind it. Because I'm like, damn, like it's it's always going to be this narrative of me because I'm not the 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 skinny girl or you know the one that is like a model or anything like that. But I feel like I'm still a good person. So Taylor never called me fat. I don't know why okay. Paloma feels the need to even bring that up because that shouldn't be any reasoning behind what she did. If Paloma wants to talk about what she did, she needs to talk about that. She needs to own up to that. But Jasmine being in her mouth about something and using that as a scapegoat to not own up to her crap, that's a different story. And I won't allow it, honestly. Sorry. Well, I'm glad that you, really just, you know, that, that's, that's fine. That, I'm glad you like, cleared that up. That is not how it went down. And it's like, if you're going to bring it up, if you're going to bring up the situation, then tell all the facts. Don't hold out. Yeah. So, yeah. so I get it. So so you come in the house, you don't make an instant connection with this person. They're not working with you in the same alliance. Mm-hmm. You have connections with other people. They're bringing information back about mm-hmm. the person that you don't have a connection with. Right. Um, then you're they're also you're they're also adding fire to the flame, sprinkling little things in there. Mm-hmm. So essentially, and I almost really hate to say this, like so she's playing big brother. She's right. big brothering you guys. Like she's yeah, right. absolutely she's, she's absolutely exaggerating things. Mm-hmm. She's sprinkling a little salt in the game. She's mm-hmm. getting into people's heads about mm-hmm. things that she knows that may affect them. They may have an insecurity or they may be overly self-conscious about this. And she knows it. So she's using that. But I honestly that. don't feel like she meant, like when she said the comment to me, I really genuinely don't feel like that was intentional. I think she was just like, damn, like at least I don't have this problem. No, it was hard. no, not Taylor. Not <laughs> yeah. Taylor. Oh, you're Paloma. talking about, Paloma. oh yeah. Paloma's oh. using, she's using what she knows about you, the little bit about you. Yeah, because I got emotional to, about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So she's like, oh, this is something that will affect like, her. Yep. Well, I can use this to leverage the opportunity to get closer to her mm-hmm. and separate them. Okay. Um that's interesting. I'm glad you I'm glad you cleared that up yeah. because it went around uh it, it went around Twitter for a very long time because we never heard the comment of her saying anything about your weight. I mean she, Yeah, because she absolutely did not. Like she absolutely yeah. did not. And it's like, yeah, I had my moments where I was like, I felt some type of way and I got defensive about it. But yeah, the the the, the key is like 
I can own up to my shit, mm-hmm. but somebody else that I thought was in my circle of friends egged it on when she could have yeah. just been like, hey, Jasmine, it's okay. I know she didn't mean it like that. She never did that. She was like, she came with more to make me feel even Oh, yeah, worse. no, but she was never going to say, she was never going to defend her at any point. So, yeah, yeah that would have been a bigger person to have done that. So, and that's not the character that she came to play. Now, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So let's get to, unless you got something else to add about week one, I was going to go to your HOH then. So, no, no, we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you sprang your ankle. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the clip though, girl, they mm-hmm. added the sound bites. I think just falling off the wall to your falling down and hurting <laughs> yourself. It's, it is not funny, but it is funny, you know, girl. it's fine, though. It's fine, because, I mean, like, I feel like you have to have some type of sense of humor in some of this stuff. It's Big Brother. Like, I've been watching this for years. They do, some of the editing is just off the wall, but it's it's funny it's, to me. It's because, the sound you know. effects. The sound effects for me. So, so you, you sprang, you, you injure yourself and we, none of us know that it's that serious, but Mm -hmm. I totally get it because I know that floor that they had y'all step on. It's not a solid floor. It's, and you really don't know it until you step down on it. It's it's very rubbery, cushiony. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it's an easy, it's easy to injure yourself on Mm -hmm. that because it's, it's not a solid foundation. So if you step off and you're not aware that there's no ground up underneath me, no solid foundation, then that that leaves room for injury. All right. So, but you win. You win this HOH. Mm-hmm. Um, your target seemed to be Taylor that mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Pooch volunteers to go on the block. Mm-hmm. So had Pooch never volunteered to mm-hmm. go on the block, would Taylor have still been your target? So I'm so glad you asked this question because first I'm going to address the ankle. Asking the good questions. (laughs) You are asking really good questions. So first the ankle, I had a level four sprain and it was almost a break and I have x-rays to back that up. Will I put those out there? No, because at the end of the day, people in the house know and I know how painful it was. And I just wanted to be a G and not cry on live TV. So that was that. that. Let me just say this as, as a, there's nothing you can ever do to satisfy BB fans. And I love the people who support us. I really do. And when I say support, I mean the genuine support, the people who understand that we're humans, that we play Mm -hmm. the game, that we live real lives, that we make mistakes, that we're not perfect. We're not experts. Um, But there are fans that love to hate. And so you putting out your personal business, your x-rays, it's never going to satisfy those people. So the people who are supporting you, we'll take your word at, I had a level four sprain, but I digress. It's your turn. (laughs) But yeah, so that was, it was really serious for me. I I genuinely thought my game was over, but we'll get into that. But actually, and Michael can actually defend me on this if he ever hears this interview. But when I was sitting at the pie eating contest, I looked to Michael. It was me and him. I said, Michael, I'm letting you know now. I said, good luck. But if I win this, I'm letting you know right now, I'm getting Pooch out of this house. Oh, and really? Like, I said, when? Okay. I said, I said, are you aligned with that? I don't know what your game okay. is. I don't work with you. I don't know where your head is at. I said, but that's my game plan. He said, I'm okay with that. And okay. I'm sure they didn't show that. Obviously, you telling me this tells me that they did not show that conversation we had when it was just both of us. But Michael can confirm that I told him from that moment. And that's why Michael told had a few conversations with me later on in the season. He was like, every time you said you were going to do something, you did it. And I was like, okay. I know that. 
Taylor was going to be a pawn, but I said that if Taylor was going to be on the block and Pooch was going to be on the block, if either one of, if it didn't work out where Pooch got sent home, then if Taylor went home, that's okay because I don't work with her. I'm not aligned with her. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm losing numbers for me. But Pooch was always the target. Like I wanted to be a girl HOH to get a guy out of the house in a thread. And he was around around there being real bold, and he had a lot of groups of guys. And I was like, okay, he's he he has Turner locked in, he has Kyle. Like I'm seeing these conversations happening, and then sometimes he would just mess up and have conversations, and people would bring stuff to me. So that's why my goodbye message was the way it was to him, because I'm like, you can't be talking about me in my HOH room and offer yourself up as a pawn. You're going home, buddy. Okay, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that I. I didn't watch, and I'll be honest, I didn't mm-hmm. watch the edited shows um, mm-hmm. as much. I can't even, and it's funny because I can't uh, decipher between like the edited shows I saw and the live feed. Yeah, I yeah. don't recall being aware that mm-hmm. of that conversation between mm-hmm. you and Michael, but okay. Did Michael yeah. throw that pie eating contest to you? I mean, honestly, I don't know. That's a question that I would okay. have to ask him myself. I don't know. I have no okay. idea. I mean, maybe he did. Okay. Hell, he probably did. Maybe he didn't want the target on his back so early in the game because that boy is a cop yeah. beast. So yeah, he is. I can believe that he threw it. I can believe it. You see Michael in the house again. Do you partner with him? Do you kick him out? Oh, my gosh. I should have partnered with him from the beginning. I literally, I remember my first DR about Michael. It was the first day. They called me in there and they said, what do you think about Mike? I said, I think he is honest and genuine, but I think he's going to be a good player. That's exactly how my DR went. And I just don't know what got in my head where I was like, I just didn't go and work with him. Like, and it's crazy because I just didn't, I didn't actively target him, which is wild. So I'm like, I should have just worked with him. Yeah. Yeah. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Okay, so you would have you would have evicted him. So um, let's see. I was looking here at my questions. I don't usually have to take a a, a break. I don't know why. So you sprained your break, your ankle. Okay, now tell me how spraining your ankle had you change your strategy if it did at all. Like, mm-hmm. how did you adjust your game from having to be an active player? Um, and I mean, active, like trying to win physical competition. So being a physical player, how did you change? How did you change your strategy of your game with your ankle sprain? And did you play it up a little bit? I saw you with a cane and a pool. You had a cane, you had a cane, a scooter, a boot, a sock. You hobbled, you hopped, you crawled, you got waited on, you had orders Okay, tell me more. Yeah, look, it was it was a journey to say the least. But I will say that when I first got hurt, I was down. Like yeah. I don't know if y'all know, but I was like, like almost depressed. I was like, my game is yeah. over because of an injury. Yeah. I, how am I, I going to around like this that. house? Like, how am I going to see what people are talking about? I got to trust what people bring to me now because I'm up here and I can barely go take a shower. Like it was that bad. Like I had to wait for a chair to take a shower mm. in because I couldn't stand up on it. it. Was I forgot the chair? So a scooter, a cane, yep, a you boot, you forgot a, the chair. A, a, a chair. Whoa. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, you're, you're getting there. Um, but yeah. So after that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just literally have to rely on my social game, and so. Man, I just had to work harder with with being social. I knew at that point that physical was out. But then there was a moment in the house, and this is when my strategy changed. There was a moment in the house where I went to Terrence, and I was like, Terrence, I think, I mean, I think I'm an easy target. Why would they keep me in the game? I can't even win anything. Like, 
I, and I was being honest in this moment. I was like, they're going to get me out because it's easy. Like, it's the beginning. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. And he said, Jasmine, nobody's going to take you out. That would be a coward move to take somebody out that's injured. And I said, well, wait a minute. Maybe you got some truth to this. And so then I was like, okay, which I still was hurt, obviously. And I still had to go through everything that the doctors told me in the house. Like, they were the ones that were like, okay, you got to be on this. Then you got to be on this. Then you got to be on this. And then you got to be on this. Even in the pool, I tried to get in there by myself. And they were like, Jasmine, please put the cane in the pool and, and walk with it so you don't fall and break your other leg. I'm like, are you serious? Like, even the competition uh, with Monty, when it was down to me and Monty, and I was like, this scooter is not going to roll the way I need it to roll. So guess what? I got to hop. I even got in trouble for that, for hopping. And they were like, Jasmine, you cannot mess up your other leg. And I'm like, but I'm also not going out like no punk. Like, I'm going to try to win this if I can win. So that it was it was a lot. But I was like, why not use this to benefit my strategy and let people feel, you know, guilty for me and be like, oh, my gosh, she can't really win things. So we should keep her in the game. It's not like she's a physical threat. So I use it. I play it up <laughs> at the end. But it was more so like you- the, my, my few, like, maybe like the last two weeks because it really was like – I couldn't really, I just couldn't walk. But then I'm like, yeah. in the last two weeks, I'm like, okay, I am getting better. I can do more things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, I'm not meeting Julie in flats. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, no. You was hopping on that leg and that uh, HOH went against you and Monty. Like you just always only had one leg. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> not giving up I refuse to give up just because I'm on a scooter like I was thinking as being number one I was thinking I was like Jasmine scooter or no scooter scooter or no scooter I was like you have to do this you haven't hopped but you're about to try it today and at least you went for it and you tried at least you didn't fall damn that's all because girl (laughs) I was struggling though I was struggling I was still out of breath I was like whoa I gotta get in the gym honey because that was not it okay so then, so that week, um, that was, I'm trying to remember what week that was. That was okay. Good. Nope. I, I hadn't made it that far. I hadn't made it to the, to the Monty comp with my question. I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm at week three. Mm-hmm. So week three, pivotal week in the game, a lot of, a lot of lows and the highest of highs. So, you were in the house and I don't know if you were in the bathroom. I can't remember, but that was the week that uh, Nicole comes out of the DR crying. She's in the back room with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, they had gotten really close. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's her partner that she's working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you guys are in the living room. No yeah. one knows what's going on with Nicole. Um, You're like sitting out there on the couch and stuff waiting. Yeah. Yeah. She's in the back room talking. And I don't know if you saw this, but she's in the back room with Daniel saying how Taylor is not a good person. And they just do not feel that she's a good person. And at the the exact same time that Daniel's saying she's not a good person and America's going to see it. And Nicole's like, no, she's not a good person. Taylor is asking Monty, can you say a prayer for Jasmine's mom? I mean, for Taylor, for for Nicole's mom. And so it was happening at the same time. They're in there saying she's a bad person. And she's out here saying, can you say a prayer for Nicole's mom for whatever she's going through? Because that's what Nicole said when she came. She's like, it's it's got to do with my mom. I remember that. They sat by me and prayed. I remember that. I remember that exact moment because I was crying because I thought something was really wrong, especially with her mom having, you know, cancer. It was bringing me back to my dad having cancer and passing away. So I was already an emotional wreck, but I did not know that 
that was what was being said in that room at that time. Yes. So then Taylor goes back there in the room. She mm-hmm. says to she says to Nicole, "Hey, listen, I know we're partnered together. I'm I'm putting my own interpretation on. I'm going to try to say it kind of like yeah. what she said, but she's like, I know I'm your festy bestie, but whatever you're going through, you know, you have do whatever you have to do. Don't don't think about me. Um, mm-hmm. And it was to me, it was mm-hmm. kind of like saying. I respect that we're partners and you may be mm-hmm. thinking about how your how your decisions may affect me. Mm-hmm. But if this out it would if what you're dealing with outweighs this game, take care of your personal and if you decide that you being here or or mm-hmm. or whatever isn't what's best for you, you have to do what's best for you. I will be just fine. Well, Nicole was like, I don't quit. And pretty much like you're calling me a quitter. You're saying that I'm trying to quit that. this game. Yeah, I remember that because I was and in the room. I'm not trying to quit this game. Yeah, I remember so that. So then everyone's in the bathroom. Um, there's Michael. There's Nicole. There's Daniel. Oh, who else is in the bathroom? I can't remember. Joseph's mm-hmm. in the stall. So he's in the bathroom, but not yeah, really hearing I was, what's going on. I was going on the couch. On. I remember that. Okay. You're on the couch. Mm-hmm. Taylor walks into the bathroom and then Daniel is like, don't come in here with your shit. And she's like, what, the lays? And he's like, no, your shit, the, the things you tried to, you, you're trying to do whatever you did to Paloma, you're trying to do Nicole, I'm not going to let you do that. So then like, he just like jumps on her case and then he storms out of the bathroom. He comes to the living room. He's with and that's you. Where, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Taylor comes out. And then he's like, don't talk to me. And she's like, he's like, that's when he actually says what you did to Paloma. You're not, I'm not going to let you do to Nicole. And she's like, that's like, I don't, you're trying to put something on me. That's not my mm-hmm. fault. And you're like, just give her time. I know you don't have all the context around what actually happened in the bathroom, but how were, were you able to um, hear any of that? And did you have any perspective oh, yeah. mm-hmm. of how it felt? Okay, no. Yeah, I didn't know what happened in the bathroom. (laughs) Me and Amir were in a conversation about game at that moment. And he comes out and he's yelling. And so we're like, oh, is he just yelling or what? And so when he walks out and he is, Alyssa's on the other side, Amir's on the scooter and I'm laying on the couch and he says all this stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm seeing them go back and forth. But I also see Taylor's face. And I think that that is when I was like, this is, this is, this is not it. This is not it at all. But it was also probably my weakest moment in the game because I could have stood up for her. And I want to be very clear. I'm a Leo. I'm very direct. I'm very blunt. That's why when people are saying all this stuff out here about me, I can take it. I'm very tough. Like it takes a lot for you to get under my skin. But in that moment, I sat by and I let a woman get tore down by someone on behalf of a game, on behalf of $750,000. And Jasmine in real world would have never, would have never. But Jasmine in that game was like, oh my gosh, I can't get in the middle of this. I'm not aligned with her. Like, I don't, but I, I feel so horrible. And it took until after that situation happened, and I will never forget it. And I, I asked Taylor if she remembered this as well when we chatted. But I said, do you remember after that happened, 
I told you to come here and said, let's chat. Let's talk right now. And then the DR was like, Taylor, come, Taylor, come, Taylor, come to the DR, Taylor, come to the DR. And Taylor was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, you know, what do you want to chat about? And I was like, no, it's okay. Then they got on the speakers like, Taylor, we need you to come to the DR right now. And so she went to the DR and I never had my conversation with her because I wanted to let her know in that moment that what had just transpired shouldn't have transpired. And I also wanted to know what the heck happened to even lead to that because we had no yeah. idea what was going on or where it stemmed from. And I, I genuinely wanted to just say I was sorry to her, but I never did it. And okay. I think that the time passed. She came. She was in the DR for a long time. I will never forget it. She was in there for a long time. And when she yeah. came out after everybody was having their chats and stuff, we were like, okay, we're just going to stay out of it. Like it's over with now, whatever. And I regret that. Like that has to be my biggest regret in the game. And I don't, I really don't care about, you know, I understand that everybody's there to play big brother in the game. And, but some things are just out of fucking pocket. And yeah. that was my weakest moment in the game because I don't care about losing a comp. I don't care about that. But any man trying to attack a woman like that, it's just freaking disgusting and it's unacceptable. And I should have stood up and I shouldn't have cared about the game in that moment. And I did. In hindsight is twenty twenty. It's a, it is it is a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh you don't have a relationship with this person, but also like morally, you're like, I would not stand by and watch this. You also don't know really what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is my I want to say he my least favorite. It's, y'all got a lot of least favorites for me, but uh, oh, we were. I tried to, and I met him. I met him on finale. I met him actually before finale. Um, and I didn't have a lot to say. I just didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of uh empathy from him. I didn't see a lot of sympathy. I didn't see. I mean, I heard the um sorry's but it just seemed very insincere like but just accept me anyway like i'm mm-hmm. part of this and i'm just like where did you come from and you can go back <laughs> uh, but Thanks. all right so okay i get i i get that all right yeah. so now you've got the amira blind side it seemed like you and amira were very close you guys had a, a relationship <laughs> that seemed to start like week 1 She's the one, she's like your Hannah in the game. Like she reminded me so much of my sister. It was unreal. So I was like, I just, I instantly connected with her. I'm like, she loves animals. Like she loves to travel. She's very smart, strategic. Like, I mean, literally I saw my sister. I was like, oh my gosh, my sister's playing this game with me. So yes, we, we align really, really quickly in the game. Okay. Now Amira gets nominated she's backdoored am i right wasn't she backdoored yes my okay mm-hmm. my festy bestie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wait pause how did you feel about being festy besties with turner oh i was not happy at all i i cried so hard after that comp that i had to go lay down <laughs> and somebody came over the intercom was like are you okay because everybody was like in the living room celebrating and i was just like i need a mental i need a I need a break right now. Like I, I told us I have a freaking migraine because I cannot even believe that Turner is my bestie bestie right now. Like because everybody had the option to choose you or someone else. And so how did that make you feel? No one chose you. Honestly, I feel like either A, they really want me to be safe this week because they literally said that or they really didn't care like what happened to me because I was injured. So 
Okay. Honestly, it was really hard. It was really hurtful when I would see Alyssa walk by and Indy, and I'm like, what are they doing? But I also realized they were like, why wouldn't I get with somebody else so that way it can help like the overall thing? So I was like, I guess I get it. And when Amira didn't pick me, I was really hurt. And I was like, what were you thinking? She was like, Jasmine, you're safe. Like, you know, Terrence isn't going to, you know, Terrence not going to put up Terrence because they're best friends. And I wouldn't sit by you because then they would target me because, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, I get it. I get it. But I just cannot believe I'm fisty besties with him. And it was just kind of like that fake, like, oh, yay, we're fisty besties. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I definitely want I definitely want to get to your birthday, but I gotta hold on for that. Here we go. Uh, I don't even know. You know I had Turner on here. Okay, let me stay on track. Okay. So Amira Amira gets Amira gets put on the block. Mm-hmm. Are you blindsided? Do you know she's going home? I have no idea. No. I just remember the conversation me and Turner had in the in the, his HOH room. He was like, hey, how do you feel about Amira? I said, well, I like her. I wouldn't want her to go, but she hasn't said anything bad about you. She only speaks highly of you because I'm trying to like make him feel like, you know, he may not know Amira personally, but like she says good things about him. But obviously that didn't matter, which I should have known because Turner is just Turner and he's going to do whatever benefits him. Um, but he was like, oh, let's work together with Fessy Bessies. And then you sit literally blindside me as your Fessy Bessie. And the reason, like, literally right after he put her up, he pulls me outside. He's like, okay, so I got to tell you why, like, I did this. And, you know, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, save it. I'm listening, but save it. Because I don't trust anything that's coming from you right now. And I just thought that he thought that Mira was going to win the game. So that's hmm. why he put her up. Okay, so when he but so when he nominates her, you're not thinking she's gonna go home. Okay, because mm-hmm. um, who's she sitting next to? Terrence. Yeah, Tiffany. Huh? <laughs> Every time I bring up any other person's name, <laughs> you were like, mm. <laughs> you gotta adjust yourself. You gotta get comfortable again. I do, girl. It's. <laughs> It's the atmosphere. <laughs> Y'all had a lot of unlikable people. You know, um, it's a season. I will say that. Oh, jeez! It. I was taught if I didn't have anything nice to say, I should not say anything at all. So, <laughs> I won't say anything at all. All right. So she's sitting next to to Terrence, mm-hmm. and then she gets. She's she's eliminated. She's evicted. You are not expecting that. Mm-hmm. That's your. But you did you have a final two or you didn't have a final two? You had that's your final two. Final two. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's your final two. So now she's out. Um, did you think at the time there's something bigger going on in the house? Mm-hmm. No. So no. you're thinking that. There's this girls, girls alliance. You don't know what the guys are doing, but you don't know that there's this big alliance that has formed and is making decisions. Yeah, I did not know what was going on. I was like, what? Like, I thought that the, because you got to think, Amira, our our thing was, I go to bed early. You're on the night shift. You stay up. You're in these rooms. I'll take the day shift. I'll try to figure out what I need to figure out. When she went home, I'm like. I literally, we literally went around and asked everybody where their vote was standing and every she, she felt good, which you never feel good in Big Brother, I yeah. know, but yeah. she really felt good. And so as soon as the eviction was over, like I'm crying, me and Alyssa are like boo-hooing and I get, 
I'm not gonna lie, I get real angry. And so I go in the bathroom because I gotta keep my composure, but I couldn't. And then Munchie's like, oh man, did you, did you know? I'm like, really? Like, really? No, I didn't know. Like, why? Like, yeah. I voted to keep her. I thought everybody else was. I'm blindsided. So now it looks bad for me as well, but I would have never like voted her out. So it really didn't matter in that in those terms. And then Michael walks in the bathroom and I'm like, did you vote her out? And he was like, yes, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> I think he was a little scared of me because I kind of went real forceful with that. And he didn't know what how to react to me because I've never, like, I was never like that with them. And he was like, yes, 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 I did. I'm so sorry. But I found out some information at the last minute and I had to do what was best for my game. I was like, okay, I can respect you, Michael, because at least you could be honest yeah. to me. Like, when you can be honest to my face, that's a whole different thing. Like, I, I can respect that. And then Brittany pulls me aside and she's like, Jasmine, I really want to talk to you. I said, about what? What would you like to talk to me about, Brittany? What is it? Because you didn't vote to keep her. So what would you like to talk to me about? And she tells me about, you know, Poe's pack and all this kind of good stuff. And I'm like, I'm wow. floored, floored. What did Amira whisper to you on her way out? We want to know. Oh, the question. You're in a safe space. It's a safe space. Honestly, it stays right here. It's me. Well, honestly, I'm okay with this because oh, the game's people don't know this. And so this okay. is going to be a really big fun fact for everyone. You guys are getting the exclusive. <laughs> so Amir hugs me. She hugs me for a long time. And she said, Jasmine, you're the only one I trusted in this game. I want you to, I want you to win. But also, can you please... Can you please pack up my shoes for me? Because I don't want to leave my shoes. So you know what I go do? Everybody is paying attention to this. I pick up on it. And I said, wait a minute. You want to play my girl? I'm about to play y'all. I tell everybody in the house that she said that Nicole and Daniel could not be trusted. But I waited. Oh, yeah, you did. I waited. I waited until people started coming to me. I was like, you know what? She just told me some things about some people. And I really need to digest this right now. And so when people came back to me again, they were like, what was it? So I told Alyssa to listen to the same thing. That was my girl. I still lied to her. But I was like, I need them to be the targets. Because at that time, I felt like Nicole was shading. I didn't trust her. I'm sorry. She was just doing too much for me. And mm -hmm. Daniel, I didn't really trust him to that capacity either. And I knew him and Nicole were like a tag team. So I was like, I, I want them. Like they're going to have the targets on their back if anybody. So that's what I started telling people that she said that I couldn't trust Nicole and Daniel. But that was not true. Now, what was it about Nicole? Like what was she doing? That Honestly, was making she was just everywhere. Like I don't trust yeah. every people that have to be everywhere with everybody. And that's me in my real life as well. Those, those fr like people that I see, Oh, this is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend, friend groups everywhere. Like I just, I'm not that person. And I just feel like Girl, there's always, like, how, can you, how can you be like loyal to somebody or how can I trust you if you're literally in everybody's face? And, it, and honestly, I think she gave herself away. Cause usually I'm a really good read of people, but she tried so hard to play me to my face that I was like, I mean, I would listen and I'd be like, yeah, girl. Yeah. But like, it was almost like what I'm doing for you. I'm only helping you. Like I forget about my game. And that's how I knew I could trust her. Cause I'm like, girl, we're all in here trying to play to win $750,000. I'm not your priority. And then she would talk to Amir or anybody else and say the same things. And I'm like, something's not adding up. So I just never mm -hmm. really trusted her to be completely honest. And that's why I was okay with getting her out. Well, there it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're getting into Big Brochella. Mm -hmm. 
Michael chooses you. Yes. How do you feel about Michael picking you? I started crying immediately. <laughs> I was holding it back, but I try, I was like tearing up. And I was just like, I know I'm going home. I know I'm going home. Because in, in whose right mind? would Why would Michael pick me first? I'm not aligned with you. And yeah. you didn't pick your best friend first? Yeah. That's interesting. So I knew I was going home. And Terrence was looking at me over there at Dyer Fest. He just kept looking at me like when he won... <laughs> He yeah. just kept staring at me like, I got you, G. Like, that's what he, like, he was saying that to so me. So you I'm think like, he was going to try to pick you, but Michael picked you. And then he was like, oh, well, okay, maybe he's still going to get Mike, I mean, Monty out. But I knew, I knew something wasn't right. And the reason why was because the week, like, the week before when they were outside, I saw Brittany and Monty talking. And they were just talking about regular stuff. I'm like. Well, isn't this odd? Like, it just didn't like, make yeah, sense. Yeah, what are they talking about? Yeah, I was, it just didn't make sense to me. And so I was peeping little bitty things here and there. And then I would see Michael, Brittany, and Taylor hanging around each other all the time. And when mm-hmm. he picked Brittany next and then Taylor, I said, oh, you just confirmed yeah. it. Like, I'm going home. Like, I am going home. And so yeah. that's why I was really torn. Like, I couldn't say bye to Liz. So they, they said that we could yeah. go down and say our goodbyes, but we didn't. So it was really hard for me that week. Like, that was a that was definitely a tough week. It was a tough week. I could tell you were a a, a different Jasmine, Big yeah. Rochella. It was um, I don't think any of them were like your friends in mm-hmm. the house, right? So you didn't have the conversations and the closeness. Mm-hmm. It was like them, and then there was you. Mm-hmm. But then you something something good did come of that. Like mm-hmm. we got to see another side of you, I think. And mm-hmm. then um, you and you and Taylor kind of worked on getting to know each other mm-hmm. a little more personally. Yes. Um, but then tell me how you felt. Okay, so on the it's it's crazy because now I gotta like interject and be like okay I came to host the veto and this is something I've never talked about like Mm -hmm. um so then like to me I'm like oh I'm just coming to see Taylor I don't even care about none of these people right 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 but there there is something about humans that when you make a a a personal connection, it it makes people more real. Mm -hmm. And even though I lived in the house and I'm watching you guys, you all are just like 2D images on my television. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I came and I host the veto, even though we weren't um, Mm face-to-face, like in the same room, we interacted and Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Okay, so pause. Cody, I don't know if I can say that. So we're going to take that last little 10 seconds out. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yep. So when I, when I, I'm gonna mark that down because I don't know if he heard me, 5140, I'm gonna tell him to go to. So when I come to host a veto mm-hmm. and then we're having the conversations, because I didn't know that I was gonna actually be allowed to like just converse oh, with you yeah, guys. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, we're wearing dresses. And you, you guys were so happy. It took me back to me being in the house and remembering. These aren't professionals. These aren't celebrities. These are people. These yeah. they're regular people who came to play a game, just like I had mm-hmm. at one point. And mm-hmm. um, yes, they they are human and they make mistakes. But to me, like you guys were like at that point, I was connected to you guys, Michael, uh, Michael, Jasmine, Taylor, Brittany, Monty. I was like, I 
I can't just act like they don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was a great experience. I was actually glad to have that experience because it made me look at everybody. It just you guys, but differently. But I also did realize like, I've got to open my perception up to everybody in this game in that way, even Mm -hmm. though I haven't met them all. Um, So then um, Big Brochella, you're in there. So when I watch you have this conversation in the back room where they're finally telling you because there was a convert. They talked about it for days. I actually remember Brittany first saying to Michael, um, he's in the tub, girl. He in the longest, coldest tub of his life. I said, Brittany, come up there to talk to Michael. I know that water is ice cold. She <laughs> talked to him for so long. No, I remember that. She, I was like, why are you up here while he's in the tub? Like, I remember girl. that. I tried to knock on the door and I saw them. I was like, mm, Okay. I just left. Um, that was I felt bad for him. I knew he was cold, but I said <laughs> he might be okay with it. I'm from a different breed. It's got to be hot water all day. <laughs> and so she was actually saying to him, I've made such a good connection with Jasmine this week. I think everybody that was in Big Brochella with you connected with you mm-hmm. a lot, just way more genuine than they had before that moment. And she's like, I want to tell her that she's going home because Mm -hmm. I don't want her to feel that the connection we've made Mm -hmm. and the relationship that we've built this Mm -hmm. week was all fake. Like it's not, I think they all knew that you were the target, but Mm -hmm. even still you guys were able to uh, grow and build in your relationship. And she's like, I want to tell her now I'm at home like this. Mm -mm. (laughs) You don't tell nobody nothing, girl. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, when you going to tell her? Because you know, things change in the drop of a diamond. Right. It was like the night that she wanted to tell the night that she's having this conversation, there was still a whole nother day mm-hmm. b- before eviction. And then the eviction was going to be the next day. So I'm like, when you going to tell her, you can't tell her, you can't tell her tonight. You can't tell her tomorrow. Like when you going to tell her, but mm-hmm. Michael was also like, I do agree that we should tell her. And so then they have this conversation with you in the back room mm-hmm. and I don't know. I actually teared up because I'm I'm I lost my father too. Mm-hmm. I lost my father when I was 14. And right. even though it's a long time, that pain honestly, it no, just it does, does not go away. Right. I don't like there there's just a, a I think there's a parent and child connection, there's a daughter father daughter connection that um you just never it never fades. And so when I was listening to you and you were like, My father will be proud of me, I was like, Boo about when you was but no, but seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I understood what you meant. Like this was a dream of mine. This was something that I aspired to do. This is something I came and did. And I came in here and I played the best game that I knew to play at the time. I'm glad of what I've done. <clears throat> and and although um Maybe physically he's not uh, here to, to to watch me on the screen, but I know that I have him. I was like in tears with you. I was like, oh, my God, like I feel bad. And then they're telling you all of these things and like kind of like calling you out like, no, well, what about this? But How see, did you feel in that, was in that moment? Taylor yeah, it was classy. Brittany. Michael, yeah. cool. Brittany, yeah. she said, I got my goons with me. Let me pull up. And. I just want, I was so upset. And you know, in real life, she would have never, she would have never came at me like that. Because I wouldn't let nobody come at me like that. But I was playing Big Brother. 
And you, the reason why I cried so hard was because, you know, like those people that can't say or do what they really want to do or say. You was like, really, I want to beat your ass. But, but I have to cry <laughs> because if I don't cry, like, I don't know how to get this out of my system. And I think for me, it's like, OK, of course, if you come and ask me something in the beginning, it's Big Brother. Of course, I'm a lot of your face. I'm not aligned with you. Right. But then after they start telling me everything, I'm like, all right, fine. Yes, this is this. Yes, this is this. But then when I'm literally telling her, we, me and Alyssa do not have a fun. To, no, Jasmine. No. I, I'm like, I, I was I was going to lose it. Because it's one thing if we're lying in Big Brother. But when I take that off the table and I'm being honest with you and I'm letting you know what's up and that I really didn't have a final two. And you try to tell me what I'm like, what I'm saying is a lot of you. And in this moment, I'm like. I'm literally being honest. I'm, I'm bringing up my dad. I'm, I'm literally being the most vulnerable I've been. And you still want to try to come for me? And I just feel like she attacked me in that moment. And yeah. I think that that's when my, oh, man, ma'am, Brittany, I was almost, yeah, I wanted her to come to jury so bad, so bad. Because I just, I needed her to understand that she could never, ever, ever step to me like that ever again. And the fact that I had to literally put things on my dad's grave just to, convince you of what I'm saying. Like, I don't have a reason to lie to you. I know I'm going, you literally just told me I'm going home. Why would I lie to you about this? Like it is what it is now. And I think that those, the, Oh man, it was, it was a lot that, that Brittany decided to pull up. I was like, wow, I wish you would have shown me this Brittany the entire season. Cause maybe I would have worked with you a little bit closer, but now you want to come for me. So I felt like it was like her moment to like mm. attack me. And she just, she like, yeah, she had her back up and she was like, Oh, but see, they didn't act like that. Taylor was very calm with me. She's like, look, Jasmine, like, you know, very kind, very sweet. And again, we had already been talking that week. So I felt like we were getting closer and being more open with each other. Michael was, I think, still to this day a little scared in that moment, but because he was like turning red he on was. red as like as I was going back and forth, and I was listening to him though. It's like I'm listening to you, I'm hearing you out. Why are you coming for me? Why are you yelling? Why are you making these faces? Why are you using that body yeah. language with me? So yeah, that was a that was a moment to say the least. It just reminds me when you was like, you will never, ever. I was like, not you having a storage room fight like I have with Big T. Like, I'm going to tell you this. Either you're going to understand it right now or we're not leaving this room. Don't you ever, 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 ever come at me like that again. That's basically that. Yeah, that's exactly how I won. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let her bring me out of my character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave a class and that's the way I yeah. wanted to do it. But I will be addressing it. I will be yeah. addressing it. Whew. Yeah. All right. So you leave and you already know you're leaving. Yeah. Now you tell Julie when you're leaving that you think Joseph is going mm-hmm. to be evicted from Direfest. Why did you think that? So the entire week we were kind of sitting at the table like, oh, who do you think? Who do you think? I'm like, of course it's Joseph. Because think about it. Terrence is H-O-H. Mm-hmm. He had already mm-hmm. told me, he's like, gee, if I win anything, I'm getting out of big Target. I don't care if I go home. I've been on the block every week anyway, so why not? So I okay. said, it's either going to be Kyle or Joseph. Mm-hmm. He okay. would never put up Alyssa because I knew their relationship. He had a relationship with Alyssa like he did with me. Like, we were just all cool. We didn't work together in alliances, but, like, we were just cool and cordial. She wasn't a threat to him. Yeah. And so I was like, she literally gave him the name Sweet Tea. She's not going nowhere. Turner, I noticed that he wouldn't put him out because when Taylor and Joseph were playing Skid and Fancy, 
he made a comment. We were like, oh, if you guys get skin and fancy, who would you pick? And he's like, oh, I would pick Turner. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Okay, got it. Because he's like, oh, I just like being around him. Like, da, da, da. I was like, okay, so maybe they have a relationship where I'm not paying attention to, but that's fine. Good, whatever. So I was like, I know it's not going to be Turner. So in that moment, I was like, Alyssa and Turner are both Kyle's people. Joseph is going home if anything happens. Now, that was my first. That was my first idea. I didn't know how the game was going to play out. I don't know how the veto was going to be used or anything like that. But I just, in, in a perfect world, I just could not see Joseph not leaving because Terrence did not have a connection with him. And I knew that. So I was like, dang, like Joseph is leaving this week unless he can really like win a veto comp. But I didn't okay. see that this season either. I never saw him win a comp. So I didn't know if he was going to like really pull it out or just sit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was throwing comps at one point. I was like, I, I literally went to him one day on the bed. I'm like, stop throwing these comps. Are you like, come on, tell me, are you throwing these comps? He's like, no. He's I'm like, no, I'm actually trying to win. Yeah, that's what he told me. So I was like, all right. So I was like, oh, he's going to pull it out the back of this veto and, and possibly win. But going off of his track, I was like, nah, he might, he may be doing going on. So you were right. So Joseph follows you to jury. Mm-hmm. Then Kyle. And Terrence come in to jury. Right. I would love to know if there was some backstory about what happened in jury. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, honestly, we weren't as close as the cookout. And we weren't as close as other people from season 23. But, okay. you know, we kind of did our own thing in jury. But um, okay. when Kyle You know we lived in the same house. Yes. I, they, they told we me. We had that house, too. I don't know too. how y'all with those mosquitoes. But, baby girl, they ate me up. Okay. But, yes. So Kyle comes, we're excited. I didn't work with Kyle, but I also really didn't have anything against him. So I was like, eh, whatever. So he comes in and he's like, immediately shuts down our happiness. He's like, no, like I have something to show you. I have something to tell you. Like he was, looked like he was just a sad little puppy on the side of a road. And I said, well, dang on, like what happened? And so we watched the footage and stuff. And honestly, I think I was so shocked, but also not shocked because okay. number one, I'm from Mississippi. And I've dealt with my fair <laughs> share of that. racism and, and all that. Yeah. And I mean, even for me, like I've been called a mutt. I've been called all types of things because I don't look like everybody else. Right. And so I think I had that moment to process. But I will tell you, like Indy was very upset, as she should have been. Um, and I think for me, I'm more of a processor like I need to process some things sometimes because I'm trying to figure out what like what did you say like I I hear yeah. you giving me the the broad statement of I said some things but what exactly did you say and I yeah. never really got that so I obviously would probably still have to watch the season back to in, in order to get those actual comments but you know he was just like oh I just wanted to make a white alliance and so mm. I was like okay and so that's what he kind of stuck with. I asked him on the couch, injury. I was like, hey, what were the specific things? He's like, no, I just want to make an alliance. Michael and Brittany were in the room. So then that really threw me off. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Who was in the room with you when this was being said? And he was like, Michael and Brittany. And I mean, I think <laughs> I think I was more upset that Michael was in the room than anything else because I genuinely do love Michael. I, I think he's a great person. And I'm like, I can't see Michael sitting in this room and allowing this to be said and, and whatever. And then he tells us that that was what he they he they used to basically get him out of the house. And I'm like, something I was processing a lot. So I was like, something just not adding up. And so did you believe that he did make this white alliance? I did. I thought he had made it and I thought it was with Michael and Brittany. 
And, okay. and I you thought it was Melissa because then I was. But they didn't. Did you find out that they didn't? Yes. Yes. They okay. told me afterwards okay. that, that it never went through, but it would have went through if Alyssa would have joined or something. Mm. Who said that? Kyle. Kyle. But he thought hmm. that Brittany, I guess something threw him off with a conversation with Brittany. So he thought that Brittany and Alyssa were cool and she, he was okay with like, you know, uh, Brittany was okay with bringing Alyssa in, but I guess something didn't work out and they didn't do it because of something. And then he used something about the dire fest, like coming back in the house, you know, it was supposed to work out, but it didn't. And I was like, okay. But then he was like, it threw, he canceled it when he heard me going after Monty. Like, okay, I want Monty's the target. I want him to go home. He's like, oh, well, then there, there can't be all black alliance because Jasmine's going for Monty. And so that's when he said he just kind of, didn't worry about it anymore. But what did it, Michael say when he came to Jerry about it? Or did y'all not talk about it with Michael? Oh, absolutely. I did. Absolutely. I talked to Michael about it because the Kyle also told me that Michael didn't like me. So I wanted to clear up some things. And I'm like, well, you need to let me know if you don't like me or not, because I will move accordingly. We're not playing the game anymore. So if you don't like me as a person, I will, I will move accordingly. Um, and he was like, no, like I didn't say that. Da-da-da. Like, yes, I made comments about your birthday and all this kind of stuff. But like, that was just me in the game. And I felt like you were using that to stay in the game, all that kind of good stuff. And Kyle, quiet, just quiet on the couch. And I'm like, well, you told me these things. So like, why aren't you saying anything to basically be like, yes, I said this or yes, or no, that didn't happen. So at that moment, I, I believe Michael over Kyle, because it was like, you're sitting here, Michael's bringing all this stuff out. He's breaking everything out. Like we're breaking it down to us and you're not saying anything. (laughs) He was lawyering. Basically. And so I'm like, all right, well, if you got your points and you know how to whatever. But mm-hmm. the only thing is, like, I love Michael to death. I just think that holding that information and using it when you did, that still doesn't sit well with me. He's aware of this. Yeah. I've, I've been vocal about yeah. it. Um, yeah. But he felt like that was the best move for his game. And in that moment, I was just I was hurt because I was like, I from the stories that we shared in the house with each other from like the first week. And we were really breaking down at a table. Like we were sharing things that like just deep things. And everybody was crying. Every guy at that table was crying. Every girl at that table was crying. And for Michael to share his story with us and how he had been treated for him to allow somebody else to do that and not stand up in that moment. I was shocked. I honestly, I think that that's what, and I thought about like my sister because you know, she's lesbian. So like I, I literally connected with him so much on that story. Cause I'm like, I know what you've been through because my sister's been through that. And so yeah. I just thought that him being him and how he's talked about like situations and things he's been through. I just did not think that he would allow it to just sit there and not bring it to anybody until the last for weeks. Minute. Yeah. For, weeks. That's- for, for like four weeks. Oh, see, I didn't even know it was that long. Yeah. It was I like it was three like to four maybe weeks. Maybe like a week or two. No. Oh, yeah, it was weeks and weeks, but I digress. Now, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was there seems to be like a temperature change from the Big Brother house to the jury house with people not liking Taylor and the Big Brother house. But then mm-hmm. we're seeing jury segments of people saying, oh, we're voting for Taylor. How did it go from ice cold to scalding hot? Well, I don't know about everybody else, but I made yeah. my decision during Big Brochella. <laughs> so I love okay. Alyssa to death, but at this time, Alyssa is she's she's basically told all my game to Kyle. Um okay. and 
I'm like, okay, she was the only other person in that game that I just really was rooting for. And then I got close with, you know, Taylor on that Big Rochella, bless you. Um, I got close with Taylor on Big Rochella. And honestly, I think I just saw her as a person. I saw how she was moving. I'm like, this girl is good. Like, she is Uh good at this game. Um, Just from conversation, just from body language. And me, I'm chilling my last week because I know I'm going home. So I was able to really, again, open up and see people. And that's when I made up my mind. Um, And just how she carried herself and how we had conversations. And she would talk to me. I'm like. Like, if anybody deserves to win this game, it's her. Not only because she's playing a good game, but because she's literally been through so much and persevered through it all. And I think that I've seen some things since I've been out, and I'm not happy about it in regards to, oh, they think Taylor just won because people felt no. Absolutely freaking not. I'm here to let you know that I voted for Taylor because she is a strong woman. I've always wanted a black woman to win this game because it it does it doesn't happen, and we can address that. But number two, she is literally the epitome and the example of what women go through every single day. They have to go through everything to make just to showcase themselves to make it to the top. We have to do way more than everybody else just to even align with men in regards to what they do. Literally, you can have the same degree, done the same thing, and a man will usually still get picked over you. She literally persevered through all of that. She deserved to win that game. So I don't know about everybody else or what they're saying, but... I think the other stuff is bullshit, to be completely honest. She deserved it. She earned it. She worked her ass off for it. And that is why she is a representation of our season. I love that. I have one more question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you ever play Big Brother again? Absolutely. I'm a super fan. I want to go back, but I also don't want to be hurt when I go back and play. And I think that this was a big learning experience for me, for sure, for who I am. Um, but also, I just would play the game completely differently. Oh, my goodness. You have no idea. Girl, won't we all? You said, what cookout? <laughs> <laughs> I said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you good for my game or are you not? <laughs> Them are the only people I want. Yeah. I don't care no, what you, what you like. Mm-hmm. I think we were yeah. trying to just connect with everybody to see. Uh-uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm going straight for it. And if I ever got the opportunity again, like. Ooh, baby. Oh, I think they just need 2. to 0. take $750,000 cash and like put it in the window so I can see it. Cause sometimes I forget, you know what I'm saying? No, I know I'm playing for the check. money. You need to write yourself a check and get one of them big ones. You know, the one when you win like a big old, when you win like the lotto. lotto. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in the window and yeah. just have it. Matter of fact, put it on the wall. Just like it's a picture frame. Look I could be my day. vision board. <laughs> Yes. There you go. All right. Jazz, I want to say that I'm glad I got to know you better and more outside of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Has my perception of you changed? A hundred percent. Thank you. I I can't. You don't owe me any apology for something you never did to me. So I can't forgive you for something that was never done to me. I was watching you on a screen. So you owe me nothing. I'm I'm just glad that I was able to grow as a person as well and say, Tiffany, these these feelings that you have are not about you, but I do have, um, I can make a sound judgment about whether I want to like the way a person moves or not. Right. Um, 
getting to know you, talking to you. We've had conversations, but even before this, from finale to today, we've had conversations. Um, I respect your journey. I, I appreciate you coming on here, talking to me, sharing it. I look forward to seeing what you're doing next. I want you to leave us. First of all, I want you to tell us where we can find you, <laughs> what to expect from you and any final thoughts you have before we get out of here. Well, yeah, um, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at the Jasmine Monroe. I haven't made a new TikTok yet, but I will. It will be at the Jasmine Monroe. I'm on Twitter at the Jazz Monroe, although I do not tweet. I'm just here. Um, but other than that, I'm going to go back to my social media influencing. That's what I was doing before. I loved it. But also I think that um, there may be some future opportunities with some, you know, hosting and things like that, that I want to get into. Cause I think the takeaway from this season for me was that I did want to be an example in regards to making people feel good and laughing and just through those hard times. I mean, I was still grieving during the season and playing this game and, a lot of people have reached out to me and said, man, I had family time. We laughed at your sayings. You made us, you know, feel good. And I, we cracked up at you. And I'm like, man, if I made somebody laugh, feel good, have a good time, then that really means a lot to me because life is so short. And mm-hmm. I know we're playing a game, but at the end of the day, like people matter to me. And I just I want people to feel good and and, and be happy, you know, and, and have those laughs because it's medicine for the soul at the end of the day. But, yeah, um, takeaways. I feel like I played the best game that I can play. Could I have made some better decisions? Absolutely. Um, I wanted to come on this interview, and I thank you for giving me the space to come on this interview because I wanted to address things. I wanted to own up for things that I said and I did. Um, But I hope that people can give me another chance and also understand that I am a completely different Jasmine outside of that house. Um, I'm very down to earth. I do support women, and especially black women. And people that know me well, they know this about me. And also know that I did apologize to Taylor finale night. And after finale night, after I started seeing some clips of some things, I went back and I specifically apologized for things that I said because I owe that to her. And so I know a lot of people want me to do this public apology, but my main focus is a private apology to Taylor, us building our relationships and getting closer But also I wanted her to understand that it's genuine. I I feel like sometimes those public apologies aren't genuine. And I want to work on our relationship from the inside. And then, you know, unfortunately, like I love fans. I love America. But the only concern is what I have with Taylor. And we're working on that. And, you know, we text and we have a good relationship. And she was so... She was so kind to me. Even when I didn't deserve the forgiveness, she still forgave me. We hugged it out. And I'm wishing her the absolute best. And whatever I can do to help her succeed, I will be there to help her succeed. So that's what I wanted to say. Um, But thank you so much, Tiffany and Cody, for being on here with me and, and, you know, giving me the space to to talk about these things. Well, thank you for coming to the Winter Circle. I want to say, as I said, you know, some of the fandom can not realize that we are real humans with real minds that need to remain healthy. Um, Take your time getting into social media Mm -hmm. and using your platform, using your voice, your mental health. You have the right to be selfish with what you give to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a person who does not believe in like public apologies. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a private person who got put in the public through Mm -hmm. this experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And so 
if something was done to me, you don't owe the world to tell them you apologize to me because they can't accept your apology. Only I can. Um, people will you'll gain followers, you'll gain fans, you'll gain supporters, um, and you'll lose some. And I always um, appreciate the people who don't like me enough to unfollow me because there's no sense in us being here and we don't really like each other. Mm -hmm. I I welcome anyone who does not really um, support me or I'm not for them to unfollow me. But you know, they'll they'll send you like goodbye messages. They'll let you know they're leaving. And I'm like, hey, leave me like you left that bad relationship. You ain't tell them nothing. I'm not sending out no consolation prizes. I'm not sending you no parting gifts. But if you just want to let me know yep. you're gone, bye. But, yep. you know, it comes with that. It comes yep. with the, it, there's a flip side to everything. There's a love and the hate. So just balance it the best way you can to still be sane and move forward positively in your life. Thank you for joining me on the Winner Circle. You guys know where to find me. Absolutely Gorgeous 100 on Instagram. Absolutely Tiff on Twitter. I have nothing to tweet about since Big Brother is over. So <laughs> you may see me, you may not. Uh, you can find me on the Warner Circle. And until next time, I'm out of here. Oh, like, subscribe, comment, and share. All right. Thanks, Jazz. I Thank appreciate you. you coming, love. <laughs>